Welcome back to another episode of This Green Planet. I'm your host, Penny Bowder, the founder of the award-winning Green Kid Craft subscription box. Here, I'm sharing ideas about leading with social impact, women in STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and kids making green changes in their communities. This podcast is bound to inspire you to have a personal impact on this green planet. Let's dive into today's episode. I'm your host, Penny Bowder, the founder of the award-winning Green Kid Craft subscription box. I've always had a passion for the environment and for nature. I grew up in Michigan, out in the country, and from a young age, you know, that was the 70s. And so parents then just threw their kids outside for the most part. And so I spent most of my youth outside in the woods. We had a woods in our backyard. And I, I most of my childhood memories are of, of being in this woods and creating forts and climbing trees, you know, hanging out with flowers, making daisy crowns, playing with, you know, playing in the ditch, getting all muddy. And as I got a little bit older, I realized that, you know, you can't take nature for granted, right? Like there's a lot of things going on that uh, that threaten our natural resources. And so I started getting more into environmental issues in high school. And then once I got into college, I immediately um, decided I wanted to be in the environmental management program. And so that kind of gave me, gave me more knowledge. I took a lot of geology classes. That was my first love. I wanted to be a, a geologist. You know, I traveled all over the U.S. at that point, also volunteering for national parks. And so um, one of my first jobs was working at Canyonlands National Park as a volunteer. And I just fell in love with nature and uh, wilderness areas and places where you can go that, um, you know, that are untouched pretty much. And so I, I knew, again, from a very small age that like I did want to do something to help protect and preserve these wild places. And for me, it was more, you know, I think for a lot of kids, they fall in love with the idea of endangered animals, for example. My daughter adores animals more than people. But for me, it was always this sense of like kind of untrammeled areas, like these places that that exist that are super important because you can be, you can go outside and, and walk on a trail for miles and not see a single person. And so I'd really feel like these places are, are really worth protecting. I've been on my own also from a young age. I kind of had this crazy childhood. I lived with friends my last couple years of high school, got myself through high school, got myself through college. Um, but because I didn't really have tons of supervision, I was able to kind of do what I want. And so by the time I was 18, I had actually visited all the states. So in the summer, I would go with a couple of friends and we would just go on these huge road trips. And one of my first goals I remember wanting to do in life is to visit every single state. And so I I made that happen. And one of the, you know, it's always cheap to stay in parks and camp. And so, um, yeah, I visited, I've, I've spent a lot of time and I can't say I've been to every national park, but it's probably been pretty close. Um, the parks in Utah, the national parks in Utah are my first love, but I've also worked at parks in Idaho and, um, Oregon and then Alaska. So one of my, one of my close to first jobs was working as a kayak ranger up in Alaska. And that's, you know, Alaska is a whole nother ball game when it comes to like these, like this idea of like untrammeled wilderness areas. Green Kid Crafts was launched in 2010 up in Alaska. Um, at the time I was working as an environmental scientist and um, a biologist with the National Park Service up there. And I got to work at all the different parks and it was 
an amazing, exciting, adventurous life. I got to fly to all the different parks in Alaska, and I just adored it, doing scientific research. And then I became pregnant with my first child, and I think most mothers can agree that when that happens, and after the birth of your first child, you kind of go through an identity shift, and you start wanting different things, and you want to stay home with your kids, and you don't necessarily want to go to the office. And in my case, I didn't necessarily want to travel on a bush plane with a newborn. So I started thinking about, well, what else could I do that would allow me to contribute to the world, to do something important, to continue working with kids, and also to do something creative. And this idea of starting a STEM science craft company was born up there. I like to think of Green Kid Crafts as not so much like a product or a subscription box, which it is both of these things, but this idea of it's kind of like a content platform. And so parents can go on the website and they can order products that facilitate STEAM learning, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math learning through different products. Like, you know, we have a dinosaur box and a volcanoes box and so forth. But there's also, we have tons of content on our website we have hundreds and hundreds of different projects for kids to learn about all kinds of natural sciences, you know, from backyard science to outer space to uh, botany. And so um, really this idea that Green Kid Crafts, you know, we care about kids, we care about the planet, we care about the environment. And it's this idea that, you know, this company, we have this company and it's kind of a one, a one-stop shop for like kids environmental learning and also kids activism through our online content and also through our products. And so we have a lot of, um, you know, we do have our subscription program. So parents that join the subscription program can subscribe for a year, say, and then every month their family will get a new box full of uh, four to six different steam products, all centered around a common theme. So this month we had a we send out two boxes a month, one for younger kids, ages two to four. And the box we sent out this month for our two to four-year-olds was rainforest. So all the products within that box were all rainforest themed and you know, kids can make a rainforest, a rain stick. So there was a, a craft to make a rain stick. There was a craft to make rainforest cookies, rainforest rubber ball, and then for our older age group, kids ages five and above, our box this month was botany. So the project inside that box were all about, you know, introducing kids to uh, plant biology. So there was an herbarium, there was a, like a botanist specimen kit. So everything a kid would need to go outside and get into the backyard and learn all about the plants in their backyard. So we really also encourage like getting kids away from screens and getting kids outside and sort of that kind of all ties back into my childhood in a way like, you know, I spent so much time outside and because of that, I was able to kind of, it facilitated this love of the natural world and this love of science and um, this love of the planet. And so we want kids to get off screens and go outside and you know, get off the couch and get active. And so I think like anything, the podcast is going to evolve as time goes on. But, you know, initially my idea is the same sort of vision as Green Kid Crafts, my company, is that this idea that this is a tool to make the world a better place. And that's such a broad statement, right? Like we all want to make the world a better place, but I'm really envisioning this as a place that can support youth activists and support kids in any kind of big dream they have to make the world a better place. And so 
I love the idea of bringing kids on the show. And when I say kids, you know, my daughter's a preteen. She doesn't want me to refer as kid her as a kid. She's a preteen. So I will say youth. So bring youth on the show and get them to tell their story and, and through the podcast, um, be able to inspire other people, other kids, and also throughout the course of, uh, you know, of this project to start creating this idea of community and, you know, how can we kind of connect each other and connect the youth doing all these amazing things in the world. So I'm super excited about just the potential and the possibility, because I think that it's probably going to evolve into something that I can't even envision right now, because that's just the nature of, of work and projects in life. But, you know, but really just starting out as this platform to like help youth activists voices get heard. My 11 year old daughter is an activist. She you know, from a young age, like has just been trying to make the world a better place. She, like, before she could even really write, she was writing letters to President Obama begging him to save endangered species. I would find these like letters on the table. Um, you know, and she's done some really cool things. Uh, her and her brother have their own nonprofit where it's called the uh, Kids Saving Critters, and um, they try to save animals around the world in different wildlife areas. And so, but because she's my daughter, I, I see the, her particular struggles and the issues that, that she comes across. And one of them is, is like, I feel that kids with big vision often tend to be perfectionists and, and their brains maybe are working a little bit faster than their abilities. <laughs> so I think it's always just important, you know, to working with kids, working with kids that are trying to do big things to, to just know that, um, it's okay to make mistakes. You don't need to be perfect. And at, you know, and at the same time, like it's really, it's really possible to make things happen. Like I don't think any dream or anything you want to do is too big. The most you can do is try and maybe you do a piece here or a piece there and it doesn't end up being what your whole entire vision is. But like, I feel like anything is possible. And, and I feel like kids especially have a lot of great ideas and they think about things differently than, than adults. And that's sort of, I find that in my, my business, Green Kid Crafts, is we typically like, we'll, we'll come to kids with a good project idea and they let us know right away, like, that is awful. Why don't you try this? You know, so I just really appreciate like, this is the next generation, right? And they're going to be inheriting a lot of a lot of mess, really. And it's going to be up to them to come up with really creative solutions. And so, you know, I think part of coming up with creative solutions, though, for youth is not getting their creativity squashed. And so the way to do that is through love and encouragement, but also this idea of it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to keep on trying stuff. I think I'm going to end there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Green Planet. To get further details about the topics discussed in this episode, please go to thisgreenplanetpodcast.com to review all show notes and links. If you love this episode, we would love it if you subscribed and left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. This helps more people just like you find our podcast. I look forward to having you join me next episode. Until then, stay safe and let's make this planet greener.